Welcome, everybody, to the Longhorn Republic, your source for Texas Longhorn news, sports, and opinions with a bit of snark built in. We are a podcast at Burn Orange Nation, and you can find more great Texas Longhorn content over at BurnOrangeNation.com. If you like what we do, please leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps get the show out there. Share this with your friends wherever you found it, whether it was Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, anywhere. We find fine podcast content. You can find Kyle and myself. Connect with us on social media at Longhorn Pod on Twitter, the Longhorn Republic on Facebook and Instagram, or you can shoot us an email, LonghornRepublicPod at gmail.com. I'd also like to remind you, you're running out of time to jump in our tournament bracket challenges through ESPN. You can search for the Longhorn Republic or just Longhorn Republic, and we'll be there. Love to have you as part of that group as well. So my name is Gerald Goodridge. I'm your host this week, like I am every week. And I'm actually not joined by Kyle Carpenter today. I had the uh, distinct pleasure of getting to sit down or really, I guess, talk via Zoom with uh, one of the greatest athletes, one of the most dominant athletes to ever don burnt orange to take the field. Kat Osterman, fresh off of surprising some uh, youth athletes in Houston with brand new baseball and softball equipment, took some time to talk to us about the charitable work she's doing and also kind of her last hurrah. She's on a on a farewell tour, one last Olympics, and then defending her athletes' unlimited gold medal. So we took some time. We really want to thank Kat and the people at Dick Sporting Goods for making it happen. We have the distinct pleasure today of having uh, somebody who actually made it onto our uh, Texas sports Mount Rushmore over the summer, Kat Osterman, uh, one of the the greatest softball players to uh, ever take the diamond, but she is with us today. Kat, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We are uh, doing really, really well. So, Kat, you literally just finished up like an event where you surprised some really lucky kids from the Houston area. You're from the Houston area uh, with a bunch of baseball and softball equipment. So, like, I just want to know off the top, uh, like, how'd you get involved with the 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 Dick Sporting Goods Giving Truck Tour and kind of this whole um, kind of giving back to the next generation of uh, of athletes? You know, um, Dick came with the opportunity to you know, be one of the athletes that's able to give back. And they had mentioned that they were stopping in Houston. And obviously it's a no brainer for me to be able to participate in um, surprising softball and baseball athletes in Houston with equipment. So, um, you know, they're obviously back on the road doing it in person, but they're fortunate enough to be able to um, let us athletes come in virtually and still give the kids a surprise. So um, it was a no brainer for me to join in this, um, in this event. And um, it was, you know, Really, really fun to see all the kids excited about new gear and um, getting to chat with them a little bit. I love it. And so you, you've done, you know, a lot for the game of softball and your, your name that anybody that knows softball knows. And so looking at like giving it forward, you mentioned it was, you know, a no brainer for you. Like how important is it to you to like be able to give back to the next generation of people who uh, are, are going to take over from, from where you've left the game in such a good spot? Yeah, I mean, it's always been important to me to give back, whether that means coaching, um, doing clinics, being able to be involved in organizations um, like Dick Sporting Goods Foundation, you know, the Sports Matter Giving Truck or RBI Austin, who I work for or I do work with back in Austin. Um, It's always been something that's close to my heart. So giving back just, you know, it gives those kids a chance to, to be motivated just a little bit. And, you know, even if it's for a week, a month, a season, um, or some of them, you know, might remember this for a long time. Um, it's just one of those things that hold, they can hold on to and they can be motivated as they move forward. So it's always been something that's super important to me. You know, as as I hear you talk about that, what I think about is, you know, you're you're in you're in Olympic prep mode, and so I'm thinking about one of these, you know, young young 
you know, young ladies on the softball diamond or young men on the, on the baseball diamond who are going to be a professional or getting ready for the Olympics in you know, 10 or 15 years. And you know, Kat, Kat Osterman is the one that sent them on that, uh, on that trajectory, which is really awesome. So, uh, as, as we talk about that, you know, you're, you're kind of preparing for a bit of a, a farewell tour. You've got another Olympics uh, lined up in, in Tokyo, and then you're going to defend your, your title, the athletes unlimited title, which is just, again, like the, the hardware is, is crazy in your, in your trophy case, I'm sure. But like, just how's training going? and catches up on where you're at and um if you have any plans beyond you know the, the next two big stops for you um you know the training's going well um the, the olympic team meets once a month for two to three weeks um to train together and um we actually finish up this week um of our this will be our third training stint that we've had um since the new year and um you know i'm in a good place i'm, I'm happy with how things are going and then yeah i'm going to be able to play athletes unlimited one time and then and hang it up um you know i'm excited about it and not 100 percent what the future holds after that i'm not going to be coaching anymore i stepped away from that to just kind of give myself a little bit more free time to do things that fill my cup allow me to tap into all my passions and um just not be hand-tied with ncaa roles and stuff so um but right now the the team looks good i feel good um you know just kind of counting down the days so we get to head over to tokyo it's the uh, the Olympics kick off in July. So you guys are you guys get to head early head over early because of COVID or all that? Like what's the what's the timeline? Um we haven't been given an official timeline, but we will head over early. Um we usually head over about a week ten days early anyways to get used to time zones and, and such. So um we haven't I mean I'm sure we'll head over early July. That was the plan last time. Um I don't know if it'll be earlier yet or not. So this is like your third stint at the Olympics you did uh you know one while you were you were in school and then one uh, that was kind of what a lot thought was going to be the last go round of Olympics or softball at the Olympics and now you've got another shot so is this um an opportunity that you weren't anticipating like how is um how are you just taking a moment to take it all in like what's it like or is it just kind of another day at the office for you um you know I don't think any any day is not just another day at the office I love this game I love continuing to work to be as great at it as possible and so um, you know, I, I still approach each day trying to figure out how I can be a little bit better, what I can do a little bit better. Um, but this Olympics, it's special. I mean, I think for me, it's not so much of, um, I mean, yes, I'm trying to soak it in, but at the same time for me, it, it, it's more of a, I came back because I wanted the younger generation to be able to have the experience of winning a gold medal, of being on the top podium, step of the podium. Um, and I felt like if I could still be able to pitch at that level, then, um, I needed to come back and help this team be able to do that so they could have that experience. Cause again, we don't know, um, just like in 08 when it was voted out, you know, we're not in 24, so we don't know when another generation will get that, that opportunity. And, um, it's just such an incredible experience that I wanted to be able to help them do it. And so, um, you know, for me, it's just being able to pour into my teammates and be able to be ready to perform once we get over there. And, um, you know, I, I know the end is in sight, but um, I think this is retirement number two or three, depending on how you count it. And, um, you know, for me, it's I soak every day in because it can always be your last. But, um, you know, I'm just I'm just really enjoying being able to play and be back on the field. 
Awesome. I, I, I love hearing the, the transition from, because uh, you've kind of gone from being the young one on the team to now, uh, I hesitate to say like elder statesman, but you, you've been around the block a couple of times. So I love hearing that. So uh, before we let you go, I know you've got uh, a couple of things to handle. I, I want to ask, we'd like to ask a couple of fun questions of our guests. And so uh, I mentioned it at the beginning, you were a unanimous pick for our, we did like a Mount Rushmore of Texas athletics uh, when, when COVID shut everything down. And so you were a unanimous pick. What, what is the most random like honor or, or award you've got? in your time outside of like this random podcasts uh mount rushmore um well i think the other like cool that like not real like hardware award was when um there was a like kind of an ncaa bracket so to speak of um texas athletes like very similar to the mount rushmore and i did i think i got to the I don't remember if I got to the Elite Eight or the Final Four, but I lost to Earl Campbell, and I like tipped my hat. I was like, you know, I, I, there's no way I thought I was ever going to beat Earl Campbell in that in that realm. So, um, it, it's pretty cool though. Anytime people talk to us as athletics, and for my name to be up there, especially with all the great athletes. So, I think those those two are kind of the fun the fun awards that I have been able to be notified about and be able to kind of I say laugh at, but obviously laugh at with in a, in a good way. I love it. So, um, next question kind of on that same thing, Kyle and I, in our, my co-host Kyle and I have ar- long argued that you were probably the most dominant athlete at their sport, uh, when they were on campus from like, I think it was Oh three to Oh six. So, um, you know, we know you dominated softball, but if you had to pick another sport to play, what, what sport would you pick? Oh, easy. I was, uh, basketball was my first love. And actually until the Olympics kind of came in the picture, um, I was pretty adamant that I would have played my, my fifth year, um, and on the basketball team, but obviously when you're in the Olympic program, um, playing another sport like that is, uh, not, not well received. So, um, basketball would have been my other sport for, for those of us that haven't ever kind of been the, the best at, at something. Can, what's, what's it like when you're stepping out into the circle and, you know, everyone has these expectations of like, she's going to throw a no hitter. She's going to you know, strike it regardless of the level, whether it's been you know, NCAA Olympics, like athletes unlimited, like what's, what's that pressure like for those of us that have never felt anything like that? Well, I mean, it depends on how you approach it. I think, you know, very rarely do I, I, I won't say never, but very rarely do I feel that much pressure just because I prepare. Um, and, you know, every day I, it, my, my practice is intentional with preparation for, for game days. Once you get out there, um, it's a little nerve, nerve wracking just because, you know, people are watching and fans in the stands, depending on, um, you know, where you're at and how many people are around. But um, it's, you know, it's an opportunity to shine, and I've always approached it that way. Um, there was a little pressure in college, obviously, with people thinking, like, no hitters were so easy to throw and that I should throw them all the time. But, um, you know, after a while, you just have to remember it, it's not the it's not, it's not not everyone else's standards or expect, expectations that you have to uh, to worry about. And so, um, for me, it's, it's fun. I really enjoy being out there. I really enjoy the, the challenge that the game possess gives me in the circle and um you know there's there's nothing else i'd rather do so i think for me there's a little bit of pressure but not not too much and i think like anything if you're prepared obviously you're not going to feel it as much pressure you're going to be prepared for it and ready to go awesome well it was one of those fans that had those ridiculous expectations of you i i, I just want to apologize take this moment for for all of us fans that that, <laughs> that had those outsized expectations we're sorry it's okay. They learned. They learned in later years that that was um, not the norm. <laughs> Kat, thank you so much. I know. I know we don't want to take up your whole evening, but I really want to thank you so much. And again, um, 
getting involved with with the giving back. If you if people need to, I uh, want to learn more about the the Dick Sporting Goods giving giving truck tour. Uh, where can they find find you on the internet to find a little bit more about it? You can find out more about the Dick Foundation Sports Matter Giving Truck at sportsmatter.org. Um, and also, if they go shop at Dick's, um, there's information there, and you can. Um, especially around the checkout counter and stuff. So all donations directly affect the youth sports programs, and um, I'm just very excited to be part of it and be helping them to not only be able to give um, kids, uh, you know, gear, but to be able to raise awareness for this um, organization and, and this truck that goes out and does so many great things. Awesome, Kat. Thank you so much, and thanks for, for all you do to give back. Thank you. Again, thanks to the folks over at Dick's Sporting Goods and obviously Kat for taking some time out to speak with us. That's all we've got for you this week. If you like what we do, please leave us a rating or review wherever you found this. You can connect with us on social media. I'm at G.H. Goodridge. You can follow the show on Twitter at Longhorn Pod. Again, on ESPN Tournament Challenge, you can find us Longhorn Republic. We'd love to have you as a part of that group. We'll be back on Tuesday to break down the first Hopefully, a couple of games of the NCAA tournament and how the Texas Longhorns have fared. We'll also have a little bit of a spring football preview for you because that kicks off next week as well. Praise the Lord, there's not too much time before more football. Thank you so much for tuning in again. And until next time, hook okay. up.